Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Yeah, yeah. Get ready, prepare for blastoff. Welcome to issue 178 of the TomCast Podcast, coming to you from the Starlight Starbright Trailer Park, where we're about to power up the star car and head to Rylos. My name is Tom. Thank you so much for listening to this quality independent pop culture podcast. Please make sure you're following us on social media at TomCast Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomCastPodcast at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with friends, family, loved ones, and people who owe you money. They need to know about the show, too. And the best and easiest way to support the show, five-star reviews. They are essential for helping us defeat the algorithm. And uh, they also help us defeat uh, Zer and the Kodan Armada. So we really, 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 really appreciate that. I want to give a best special shout-out to the official members of Pophead Nation. You can join up for that at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. Join the nation. Gain access to the sweet bonus content. Thank you to our current Patreons, the Aspenil Chody, the Batman of Bayport, Jeff Nail, Jeff Coast and Ringanier, a great music podcast. Please check them out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles. The Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Holly Quinn Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland. And of course, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. Welcome, 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 and thank you so much for all your support. Old listeners, welcome back. New listeners, welcome to the show. I think we got something that I, I really hope you're going to enjoy. Uh, kind of a kind of a blast from the past. Uh, we're we're diving deep into one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies of all time. That's not named Star Wars. And trust me, if you know me, that's saying quite a bit because I love me some Star Wars. We got special guests for this episode. We're going to be linking up with the boys from the Come On, It's Still Good podcast. They've been on the show before, so you probably will know their voices, but it's always good to have them back on the show. Uh, Reagan's been stepping up, helping helping uh, uh, keep Roger's seat warm while he's uh, he's out doing things, getting being productive, a productive member of society. Uh, so Reagan's been filling, filling, helping fill that void a little bit. So he's coming back. He's bringing his, his brothers, his cohorts, his co-hosts from the Come On, It's Still Good podcast. They're going to come on, and I'm going to... We have to quiz Reagan on all their social media feeds because that is my favorite part of whenever he's on the show is him him gathering his notes to get that paper so that we can uh, all get on board <laughs> with their show. Great guys. I've known them for an insanely long amount of time, and it's it's really fun that we're all doing podcasts, and now we can do podcasts together because that just makes life more grand in the, in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, let's make that all happen. We love it so, so much. Like I said, we got a big special show for you today. I am so insanely excited about that. Excuse me, about this, about what's coming up right now. 
if you know, you may have caught the references I've made already. So you probably well, and you probably read the title on your podcast feed. You probably know exactly what's coming. But uh, uh, just a little background from my perspective. I mean, again, a movie that I love, I hold in such high esteem. It is a movie that I have uh, waxed poetic about many times. I have written papers and submitted them to college level professors about this film. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. I again, I I I, I soliloquized the sil, soliloquized soliloquied. I don't this movie uh, multiple times and on bonus shows for the podcast. Uh, there is a one of the first bonus episodes on the Patreon is me doing a commentary track for this film. That's how much I love it. And uh, listen, I'm not gonna knock a lie. I'm a little nervous. The boys from CoSG are gonna come on here. And I hope they feel the same. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I want them to be on the same page as me. But, you know, every, everyone's got an opinion. And uh, everyone's opinion is valid. But let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the movie. that. Let me give you a... Let's, 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 let's just make it happen. Let's talk about the movie that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Does that make sense? Cue the music. Oh, my. Yes. Yes. If that Craig Saffin score doesn't give it away, that's right, my friends. We are talking about 1984's The Last Starfighter, written by Jonathan R. Butel, directed by Nick Castle. Again, music by Craig Saffin. Love this score. Incredible score for this movie. Starring Lance Guest as Alex Rogan, Robert Preston as Centauri, Dan O'Hurley as Grig, Norman Snow as Zur, and Catherine Mary Stewart as the lovely Maggie, the romantic, the love interest of this story. And I can't wait to talk about this with the boys because I love this movie so much. And I'm dying to talk to them about it. Like I said, it is a movie that I have such incredible love for. And I'm hoping to share that love with all of you kind listeners who are who are hanging out with the show. And and yeah, it's gonna be this is gonna be an epic podcast, I think. I'm really excited to get into this with with the, with those with those fine gentlemen. From Come On, It's Still Good. So with that being said, like I've rambled enough here. Let's get into the show. Let's connect with them via the internet. And we'll see you on the other side. But you know what you have to do first? Sit down. Buckle up. Hold on to your butts. And buckle up again. Because we're joining the Star League. And we're going to Rylos. Centauri, what's going on here? He's just saying how delighted he is that you're here. And if there's anything he can do to make your stay more enjoyable, just give him a ring. My stay? What are you talking about? Where are we? Welcome to Rylos, my boy. Rylos? Wait a minute, you mean... You mean like in the game? Oh, he's quick. He's quick. He's very quick. He's speechless. So long, Alex. Have fun. May the luck of the seven pillars of Gulu be with you at all times. Oh, someday these cheapskates will thank Centauri. Trust me. All right, joining me now via the power of the internet, at least for now until it fuzzes out on me, we have the the triumvirate from the CoSG podcast, the Come On Is Still Good podcast. Reagan, Ryan, and box office Rob himself has stepped up to the plate, and they've all agreed to join the show today. Welcome, gentlemen. So glad you're here. How's everyone doing? Good, good. Greetings program. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great. Yeah. 
everyone, I think everyone will get to know your voices as we talk, and, and I am going to try my best to address individual members of the show so everyone can get, <laughs> get familiar with it. But I did want to open with a, a rather general question, because we are talking about a movie that is uh, near and dear to my heart, and I, I hope you all agree with me. We are here for uh, 1984's The Last Starfighter, uh, directed by Nick Castle, written by Jonathan Butel, with, an in, in my opinion, an incredible score by uh, Craig Saffin. And the nostalgia for this movie, for me, is insanely high. I, I wanted to know, for each member of the podcast, of the CoSG, what were your kind of memories? How did you come to this movie? I mean, was it just something you rented, came across it on TV? Tell me, tell me your your origin story with this movie. This is something I think it was just on TV for us. We didn't have this is one of okay. our well, classic. We, I mean, like we rented it, but didn't have a copy yeah. kicking around. I think right. we rented it. Yeah, I think we rented it multiple times, like video honestly. nights. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. pre blockbusters. Yeah. It would be one of those movies when there was nothing else on the shelf we wanted to rent. We'd probably rent it again, right? Like, <laughs> in the stack. We we probably rented it a bunch. We didn't have this on videotape, from my yeah. memory. I don't believe we did. I don't think so. Yeah, my, watched it a lot though. Yeah, let's see. My recollection, my recollection of first seeing it was actually at a neighbor's house who uh, had like taped it off of HBO or whatnot, and then immediately after we watched it, I I remember going home and then having my mom take us to the video store, the all video in <laughs> Twinbrook, so we could go yeah. rent it again for the weekend. And it, yeah, I mean, it, it quickly became one, just one of those ones that I just loved, loved, loved so, so much. And I guess I'm just going to ask you right now. I mean, does anyone hate this movie in this show? Do you guys, how, Rob, how do you feel about this movie? I mean, uh, it's, it's an okay movie. Um, <laughs> you know, it's got, it's got some nostalgia, but I mean, you know, you're going to go right, right to the guns there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it holds up. Really? Oh, I, think, I think it's got some great Ooh. bones to it. I think it's got some great bones to it. I, I would love to see a reboot of it or mm-hmm. a sequel, something mm-hmm. more modern. But the the effects are horrible. <laughs> they okay, we'll talk about the effects. We will get there. Yeah, but uh yeah, I don't I mean I think it's an okay movie, but it does not hold up for me. No. Ryan, how do you feel? Well, you're, you're, you're look visual at, look reaction. Look at Rob and I switching places because I enjoyed this movie watching it so <laughs> <What>? much. What's <laughs> <laughs> <is> happening? <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't seen it. I, I was mentioning before we started this, I squished this movie together with a whole bunch of movies. I squished it together with Enemy, uh, my, uh, Enemy, Enemy Mine. Um, I squished it with Flight of the Navigator. And I switched with um, what was that movie called? I already forgot again. We just talked about it. What's the, what's the one with the the Tilt the World Machine? Oh, Explorers. Explorers. I just right. kind of squished all those movies together. But you know, I so some of it was new and whatever. So, so I get a lot of nostalgia factor from that. But I actually enjoyed it. I thought the the structure of it was really good. I thought the effects weren't that bad. I thought it was a good story. I just thought. I, I really, I really liked it. Thought they had something going. I thought it could have been could have been done into more things. So I'm surprised that Rob hated it so much. <laughs> I mean, let me just clarify. I think they it has, like I said, it's got some good bones of a story there. But they need to punch some stuff up. And while I think the effects for the time were great, in, say the same effects house did Tron and right, it looked right. fine there. But I think when you put them in a more, I'm not inside a computer, it looked just horrible to me 
Like anytime they're showing the gun stars and the 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 armada, <gasps> no, the smallest armada I've ever seen in my life, you know, <laughs> Look, it um, wasn't the whole or the armada, or the base or any of it. It just to me it looks so glassy and horrible. Like I know the budget was small, but they spent like ninety percent of the budget on these effects. I would have loved to see some practical effects for wow. the ships. Would love to see, you know. Did you hear like the Tron, Tron, uh, sorry, Tron sound effects that were used, like reused in this one? There was some clear like. I didn't catch it. Oh man, um, I want to say it was like speeder bike sound or something <laughs> that was in there. Right? It was the, reused when they first land at the the base. Yeah, you definitely heard it. Oh I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, that totally clicks. Yeah. Reagan, how? Do, what, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about this flick? I mean, did I tear up at the end of this movie? Yeah, you did. Why? Might yeah, have happened. Did. I don't know. Why? Sometimes <laughs> things get me, Ryan. <laughs> what I am a man when Centauri with comes back, but Oh, no. Fuck that. Who did that? Are you that, talking oh. about the love story part? Because the love story? I don't. It, I was just in the right mood for it. I mean. When look. Granny's like, go, you live your life, and they're going <laughs> to have a terrible relationship because she's not a champion. She's just. I don't know what she's going to do in space. She, she's going to be awesome. Maggie's got a destiny it, too. <laughs> she can do I, stuff. <laughs> she has more chemistry with the the beta unit. I mean, to, to, listen. I mean, Ryan's looking at you with with a face that, I, <laughs> and as, as a listener of your podcast, like I, like this is the guy who tried to spin the mummy as a love story. So I mean, come well, on. the mummy's a love story. It's a dual love story. <laughs> See? I don't know why Ryan's shocked by these statements anymore. I don't. <laughs> you guys have been doing your podcast story. for a while Everyone, now, and I can't believe Ryan doesn't see these beats coming. <laughs> but yeah, are, are the effects bad? Extremely. I don't think they were as bad as you thought for the time. Right, they're bad. I, I don't know what you're comparing it to. I mean, I actually, other at one movies point, in 1984. Well, I actually, at one point, are... was like, did did Reagan shoot me a screen pass of an updated <laughs> version? Because these effects <laughs> look better than I think they should. I really thought that. I really did. I, I thought, mean, I... how can you harsh on Crawl? Crawl's <laughs> effects were much worse than that. <laughs> oh, they're definitely on par. I don't know, man. I mean, I see, where, I see where everyone's coming from with, 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 in regards to the effects. Because, I mean, you watch them now, and, like, you, yeah, you understand. Like, that's not... You know, great by modern standards, but at the time, I mean, these were pioneering effects. It was like this and Tron, and maybe like the uh, you know Westworld and Future World were kind of the ones that were doing stuff with computers before everybody else. I mean, in that regards, I kind of accept the the effects as being like you know, yeah, it's it's maybe not uh, as polished as as Rob would like it to be, but it's you know, it got the job done. Apparently, miniatures were quite expensive at the time. I've been watching some <laughs> I've been watching some special features on my my. Uh, Special edition Blu-ray, <laughs> and yeah, miniatures are were apparently quite pricey. So this was a new technology that apparently was very affordable at the time, and and helped them out yeah. getting getting a lot quite a bit done. And I did read the production schedule also hindered. They could have made them look even better if they had had more time and money. The computer, the uh, the generation was possible to make them better, but they're like, no, we don't have the time or money. Just roll out what you got. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it out. Yeah, because apparently it was well, everything was done like. 40 days or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and since you kind of brought it up, I mean, we will play a little, you know, a little little tribute to the, to the, to the Coes G podcast. We will play the box office game. I don't know if you already know the answers. But yeah, what, what nope. do you guys think the budget was on this flick? Any guesses? First one, just Man, for throw a number out there. <laughs> and not a lot. No, like, like $16 million. 
All right. All I don't right. even know that. I don't even know that. Well, it did have the computer, which would probably yeah, had all the, the computer shit. All right, I'll go. Uh, i I'm gonna go like. What did you say? Sixteen million. I'm gonna go. Low. I'm gonna say ten million. <laughs> Rob, do you know, or, or do you have? A guess? I do know. Okay. I do well, know. So we'll have, we'll we'll take Rob out of the game. <laughs> He's Mr. Box Office, of but, course he knows. <laughs> I had a feeling Rob was gonna do his homework. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Reagan, you're you're very close. Fifteen million bucks. Oh yeah. yeah. See, yeah. I could I saw it yeah. all. They they spent money on like costumes. Thinking, and apparently, there was one fourteen million of that on. Special effects. <laughs> I mean, that's not that, joking. Wow. That's what I'm that saying. The, the trailer park was a contained set, so everything yeah, else yeah. was. Then they, I guess, they had the bridge or you know whatever the, the um, yeah the briefing room set for the you know the other planet, and that was right, pretty much right. it. It was so there's like two sets and then special effects, right? Like they, that's they all had, it was. They had to make the star car. Come on. That was yeah. a DeLorean, from what I read, right? Did you guys read yeah, that? Modified I saw it was mo- modified modeled DeLorean. after or something. Yeah, yeah. Why did it have to be a car? I mean, I could nitpick this movie. Believe me. If you sure. want me to go down Rod, Rob's road, I will nitpick this movie. Because I was like, why does he need to even have a car? Why Why is this a thing? I guess he has to blend in, right? The Centauri has to blend in. Yeah, he has to blend in on Earth. To, to a, a, a trailer park in the middle of nowhere where he just picks up his one that's target. That's not the only game well, that's there. You don't know that on he other parts to... of Rylos, he might like to drive around. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, it might be quite pleasurable. I mean, I'm just saying that he, he had to get manufacturing and shit to get these games out. Okay. Okay. It's not just one game in this trailer. Right, that one was supposed to go to Vegas, like he said. You're right. Yeah. So. Well, and it, I mean, if any one person on this, on this show can answer that question, it's got to be Reagan because Reagan likes cars that go to space. He just talked about F9. Well, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so, I mean, spoilers for F9, but yeah, they go to space. Cars people. in space, it's a thing. It, this all movie, the way in space. This movie just, set like, it all over. up. <laughs> no, they are floating. Oh, and oh Lord. Space happens. I, we we got to catch up on this series, Ryan. It yeah. sounds so bad. Do yeah. two characters <laughs> from the F9 franchise end up on the International Space Station? Of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, to, to, to round. Wait, do they drive there? Dude, oh, did they drive there, Rob? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch this movie. Space I know, yes. it's so bad. Oh it no, it's so, so good. It's so good. All right. Just, well, you're talking about it. It sounds so bad. <laughs> it sounds like a ramp. dead bad. It's just like they, what are you guys right. think? They get a car and they put a giant rocket on it. Uh-huh. Of course they. And then they're they're flying a plane. And they uh-huh. shoot it out from the plane, and then they hit the rocket, and it flies. And they've it got doesn't... what spacesuits on? I mean, are they just they, they have the cabin pressurized? At some they point? have like a type of spacesuit that looks right. like they built themselves. There's always a screen. It's a, it's or a, a lot of, or, yeah. So you're I, saying I, it's I, an updated version of the Explorers? The Explorers, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it yeah. all oh, yeah. wraps in. So there you're go. down with it with the Explorers building out of like a fishbowl or whatever they well, do. Let me just say, I said I remember mixing things from the Explorers in this movie. I never said that I thought Explorers was a good... I haven't seen it in so long. I can't give you a, a, an opinion on that one. But I was I was expecting to hate The Last Starfighter from <laughs> most of the movies that come. And I was joyfully surprised by how much I enjoyed it. And, you know, I thought it was much better. I guess I'd set my bar pretty low, whereas Rob set his high. And then we, you know, crossed paths somewhere. Hey, fair enough. Uh, to kind of re- close out the box office game, though, does anyone have any idea how much oh. the movie made? Oof. twelve million dollars. Well, you're, <laughs> say, you're saying it did did not was not successful. I don't. I think this became a cult classic. I don't think this was a hit. Okay. I think people went to see this in theaters more than you think. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to say $20 million. Oof. Domestic only, no no worldwide release or anything like that, but almost made his budget, almost made double his budget. Did you adjust that for inflation? Uh, I don't don't think so. I'll have to communicate that with IMDb and see what they say. Inflated would be about 60-something. Yeah. What to do overseas? No overseas. He said said it was not released. Domestic release only. They missed out. Missed out, baby. Well, let, let's talk about the flick. Let's get into it. All right. Let's talk. Let's, let's kind right. of start at the beginning. Meeting Alex Rogan at the trailer park, Starlight, yeah. Star Bright trailer park um, in California when it was back in the day when it was still green out there. Now it's all brown <laughs> and dead. Trust me, you can go see it. The trailer park's gone, but that convenience store still. The general store's still there. Yeah, I saw Google Maps. It's a beautiful little piece of land they got there. I mean, if, I guess if you had to live in a trailer park, that's a good place to live, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how spots. far off the beaten path it is, but it, it was pretty. I mean, it's it's like an hour-ish north of Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, not bad. But I, 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 say, I, I don't know if that's good or bad. Well, I'm not sure what they were trying to play up in the movie. I think they're definitely trying to make it seem like they're way more remote than that. You know, cause, because yeah. Alex is like desired to just get the heck out of there and, and, you know, find his own life and his own path that's very far removed from the trailer park. But uh, uh, what do you guys think of, of the character of Alex? We meet his, his mom, his brother Lewis, and Maggie, all the people in the trailer park. What do you think of that community? Like, did it work for you? I'm, I'm, I'm nervous what Rob's going to say, but it seems like Brian <laughs> dug it at least. <laughs> I, I did not hate the whole movie. I, I, like I said, I think it has a good base story, and I like some of the characters. Just the effects rubbed me wrong. You know, I like the fact it was in a trailer park and not suburbia or something like that. Yeah, it's actually yeah. funny you bring it up because that was something they they talked about. I guess on the original screenplay, it was suburbia, but they they were worried about uh, sort of emulating ET at the time, so they changed it. Uh, to yeah, the like a lot park. of movies were set in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. So, so they wanted to change it to the trailer park and to sort of have like its own kind of like microcosmos of itself. You know, like a, a trailer park is a very self contained kind of world, which I think is an interesting choice. I know I know a lot of people have you know very. Uh, different opinions on trailer parks nowadays this one seemed fairly nice yeah <laughs> you know you gotta live in a trailer park but uh, I, I guess i guess i just want to know like do you do you like the alex character i did i mean i Ryan probably played did. it pretty well and I, I think it was uh you know i think he, i think you got where he was coming from and where he's trying to go and you know he's i think he played it well i, I don't know i just I, mean, I, I, I i followed his journey right <laughs> From 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 like a modern perspective, though, I'm, I'm curious if people can like relate to the idea of just kind of living out in the middle of nowhere, and if they can understand like where this character's coming kind of kind of coming from. You know, the world's a lot smaller in a lot of ways because of the internet and technology and, and everything else. But back in like '84, I mean, the world was huge, and getting from place to place was not easy, and things seemed really far away all the time. Yeah. So I'm just curious. I mean, does that? I, I mean, we're old, so we we can yes. we, we can connect. But I'm curious if younger people could. But you know, none of you showed your kids this movie, so I can't. yeah, no, <laughs> not and and not that my kids are at an old enough age where they're like, we got to get out of here. You know, like they they don't want to go anywhere. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they want to see places, but they want to oh. you know. Right now, they tell us they're going to live in our house forever. I mean, that's yeah, like yeah, their yeah. their goal in life. You know, so that it doesn't really it doesn't really equate. You need to find you need to find like a thirteen year old to watch this movie. <laughs> and see so, what they think. So that's when you'll show it I'm, to them. I'm sure there's a desire, even this Gen Z or this day and age, for people to to be somewhere else, somewhere more, you know, even with the internet world, they still want to go to, 
New York or Hollywood. You know, they still want to be somewhere else. There's still got to be that desire to roam. I don't think that's changed even with the, the world changing so much. See, that's yeah. something I was I, I wanted I was curious about because I, I I have coworkers who have teenagers who don't even have driver's licenses. And like they don't seem to have much of a desire to have a driver's license. And I'm like, I I don't understand that. Well that's well, because Uber? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. they got they got opportunities now where we needed that was like our step to freedom, you know, at least yeah. in the the suburbs because you didn't have I mean you had like mass mass transportation you could use like buses, but it wasn't it wasn't the same, man. You need that car to Yeah. It was like we total... needed our own Centauri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> right. Need we could start our own <laughs> Uber company and just call it Centauri. Centauri? Yeah. 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 Like, it'll be a big hit with the nerds. Are so you only going to turn have everyone has to dress like Centauri, <laughs> but like the alien version? You got to take their eyeballs right. out while they drive you around and put it back and like rub their face with the cloth. Like that you said it's going to be a big hit with the nerds. You're saying we just call it Centauri and people are going to instantly know that it's from Yeah. The film. Oh, okay. Yeah. If yeah. it's a car service of all DeLoreans, by the way. Oh, oh, wow. That is <laughs> yeah, going to be crazy I mean, expensive. Well, I mean, it's it's an upstart. You know, we're going to need to get some invest, investors to start, but... I don't want. No. I don't want Centauri driving around. Centauri was not my favorite character in this movie. I know you probably teared up when he came back to life, but I, I found. I've already said I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I found it to be a little bit annoying, honestly. You know, but well, they brought. I thought it was dumb. They brought him back. Actually, well, yes, it, it wasn't necessary. He didn't have to look like a human all the time. He should have been in no. his alien form more. I don't know why he kept going back to that. He was just hey, we, he was we just established he didn't have the money for. We, it. Yeah, I was gonna say we established yeah, the budget was like cool. mostly dedicated to the CG effects. Right. <laughs> I mean, he he could look more like humanoid, like the other guys with the weird, the weird, uh, like the weird bald aliens. Yeah, the weird bald, the like, weird George Costanza bald aliens. <laughs> <laughs> toilet seat cut with the the fuzzy toilet seat cut. You know, like yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, look more like that. Horseshoes. Well, you know, yeah. and we're we're a little ahead of ourselves because we're talking about Robert Preston and Centauri. But I mean, they were getting Robert Preston was kind of like a like a coup for them. They they were really mm-hmm. impressed they got that actor. And the same thing with Dana Hurley, he to be Grig. Like, I mean, these are yeah. you know fairly well known and well respected actors to be in this like you know a fantasy sci fi flick. I I felt Grig not in the movie enough. Greg's probably not in the movie. He now. was in a lot, but he's in it quite a bit. Fair bit, especially the you it, know the... you could cut a, a bunch of Centauri out and put a little more Greg in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe I wish they got the Rylus a little bit sooner, but I I don't know. I feel like the movie's pretty balanced between like the stuff on Earth, the the journey to Rylus, and then Rylus, and then you know Alex wanted to come back. I mean, we're jumping all over the place already. But... Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, sorry. I, it, you it, want it more structure. You can reel us in. We're just going to keep talking. Yeah. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. You got to keep us on pace or what we'll <laughs> No, don't worry. I, I know. I know what I'm getting yeah. into with the All right. So, F9. Then you want to know no, crazy <laughs> Let me ask you about this. I mean, so we're introduced to Alex. He's, uh, I don't know. He's the, he's our central character. He's our protagonist. I, I like him. I think he's relatable. Um, yeah. How cool is it? Okay, that's not the right word, but the video game machine, the Starfighter game, like what yeah. that just takes it to another level for me. I mean, because we were in that age group where these machines were incredible to us. We loved video games, and now you you find a video game that's actually a test, so you can go be in a real spaceship and go fight aliens. Isn't that what the point of it playing a video game is all about? Of course. <laughs> wait, wait, 
So you want every video game we play to be a test to fight in some war? I was pretty convinced Mass Effect was a test. <laughs> no, because I would I destroyed that game. They would have definitely recruited me. <laughs> I didn't like your attitude. The Asari definitely would have shown up. Yeah, but, but you're they, pretty cool. They saw what character you're trying to romance, and they were like, "No, yeah. no, no." Well, yeah, that's what they're like. You're also trying to bang everything in the game. They <laughs> say they watched your whole catalog of games and see what you did in Hitman and stuff like that, and they're like, "We can't have this dude in our." our, our you board. played the Hitman video game and you did an undress characters and put them in a naked pile. Yeah, you're wasting <laughs> your time. Like, what are you doing? They, they were watching all your history. They knew you didn't have the, the mental chops. To just do the game. Well, does anyone have like, like any thoughts on like the kind of like, the burgeoning video game culture that was coming up and, and sort of incorporating that into the storyline? Or is it just like kind of one of those facets that you just accept because that's what we knew? Oh, well, that is smart. I mean, yeah, it's clever. I don't, I don't think they did they market this as like an Atari game. Was there the last Star Fox? Because I don't remember playing the, it. Um, there was they supposed to be an Atari 2600 5200 version, but never released it. Why? I don't know what happened. He bought the dumb ET it, game and played they, it like crazy. They like, eventually. Slapped the name on, uh, I believe, a regular NES game, like that. It was never like made to be Last Starfire. They just said, "Hey, that, we can use that. Let's use it." And they redesigned the sprites to look like a Gunstar oh. and said, "Here, here you go." Yeah, you know, but because I was, I was thinking it was like brilliant cross promotion. Like Tom said to get the the new budding video game culture. But I was like, I don't remember playing it though. Like, oh, and, and we we were a sucker for that. If there was <laughs> like a, I mean, we had Journey work. Escape. Yeah. Okay, we're still yeah. sucker for that. I, I go to the, when I would go out, there is a Terminator Salvation shooter game at the local Regal. And yeah. do you want to put a dollar into it every movie I see? Absolutely. <laughs> so, is it one of the worst games you've ever played? Absolutely. Like a time crisis? Is that what it's Yeah, called? yeah. I, I, I seriously doubt that's Terminators. one of the worst games it's, ever. All right, it's, it's no time crisis. If they had time crisis 2, I would spend mm-hmm. five bucks every time. There, there. Like eight, nine. I, it's been a while since I played a, you know, a crisis. There, there is a. I forget the gentleman's name, but he's like a, a arcade game historian slash collector guy, and uh, uh, he, with the help of a couple of other people, actually made the Starfighter game from the movie. Oh, cool! And they, yeah, they. Cool. It, it's only like twenty, twenty-five minutes long because they had to do all the coding themselves and, and do all this other stuff. But they made like, what we saw in, in the movie. Into the game, uh, they they did the actual interface, the HUD, the whole thing. Can you get a? Can you break the world record? <laughs> he didn't disclose that information. I think he's keeping yeah, that, that did, he, did he add the death blossom, or did he leave it off? Like, did he keep it pure to the game that was in the, it, in the I movie? I think he kept it pure to the you game. Gotta, they yeah, did. They, keep it pure. He did say they added some levels though, like like where you can shoot down the uh, the meteor strike, the meteor bomb strike that the the the, yeah. the, 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 the oh my god, the, the Kodan are shooting at the yeah. at, at Rylos at the at the starfighter base. Um, but Reagan, you, uh, you'll definitely appreciate this. The, he also built uh, one of Flynn's games from Tron. Oh, wow. nice. I, <laughs> so he's pretty I mean, hardcore. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys did this while you're watching this movie. Did you research prices on arcade cabinets to put in your basement? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. <laughs> no, I, did I not. definitely did. You have a basement, though. I don't. <laughs> so it's you, right, win. you can sneak in the corner there. Your wife will never know. She'll just hear the Pac-Man noise every once in a while. That corner is now home to our gym since we don't actually go to the gym anymore because of <laughs> the global pandemic. You can put weights on top of it. <laughs> that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Those cabinets aren't small. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
So we get to the scene where Alex is very frustrated. He's been de- denied a loan so he can go out and do his big, Which follow his weird. big dreams, his big opportunities. He doesn't want to go to City College. Is, doesn't want to do that stuff. He was just trying to go to like USC. Yeah, they want to find that weird. I mean, was that the way it was in '84? I didn't have to apply for college loans until 1995. <laughs> so I was like, why is he going to a bank to get a school loan? Like, there was no like student aid or anything like there was no aid office he could apply for i was maybe, like maybe he already the way got declined by student aid maybe he lives possibly. in a trailer park <laughs> he didn't qualify <laughs> like, like, it's a ritzy trailer park <laughs> i think the single parent i mean it, like he would get money <laughs> like if, if that program existed <laughs> back in 84 maybe it did maybe he just doesn't doesn't qualify or something you know we, we don't know the exact reasons for his financial woes and felon we and, just didn't know it well, <laughs> and, you know when we don't really know what his his dreams are it just seems like he wants to get out of there and kind of go see the world so maybe he's just trying to go somewhere you know go to school other side of the country right it was some unaccredited like clown college or something that we didn't even know what it was <laughs> that's what he wanted to go to ronald mcdonald you they wouldn't let him in so, so we we this eventually leads us up to the scene where he's playing the game, and we've seen him play the game off and on a couple of different times in, in, during during this opening sequence. But the big scene with the, with the entire trailer park watching him play the game, I was this is probably the, was the corniest scene, right? <laughs> it was. I mean, who's gonna care? Even I, in that that's small exactly, that's bit. My note. I'm like, who would give a fuck if somebody's right. going for some sort of record on some game or, that only like two people play? More than likely, in real life, even in 1984, it would have been like. Hey, he's gonna break the record. They'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Well, I feel like I feel like they're I feel like they're trying to show that there's like a real sense of community there because yeah, Alex does yeah. help all these people out. He fixes their toilets. He fixes their cables right. so that uh, Elvira can watch her soaps and all that shit. <laughs> I mean, so they're trying to be supportive, right? Like they know they kind of take advantage of him, right? So they're like, "Hey, do well at this video game. We got nothing else going on. We live in a trailer park in the middle of nowhere." <laughs> That was our that was their entertainment for the night. Simpler times, my friend. Simpler times. And they may not get you know they may with us off air antennas might not get much. Uh, we know she got her soaps, but maybe they don't get much live sporting events out there. So this was like their their thing. Oh, yeah. Doesn't TV go off at midnight in 1984? Yeah, I got yeah. the test bars and everything. Yeah, you get the test bars. You get the national anthem. national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> See kids at home. TV used to stop at midnight. Yeah, sure did. <laughs> Before we transition to, to Centauri's arrival, I, I, I want to ask a little bit more about um, about meeting Maggie, and what do you all think of, of, of Maggie as a character in this, as as like a female lead in an early '80s movie? Um, Does she kind of stand on her own, or is she kind of like a little bit cliche? Uh, I liked Maggie. She is like a cookie cutter, but she, yeah. she did fine. I mean, it it was the the role of the day, like you said, but I think she did a, a good job with it. You. You got the sense of who she was, sort of. Really? Because what are her hopes and dreams? That's what I'm saying. Besides taking care of her grandmother yeah, and wanting to be with, be with Joe Rogan, I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, she didn't have any other things. Alex Rogan, excuse me, not Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know, that's why I was like, Joe Rogan. What, what reference is Ryan making? Who looks like Joe Rogan? Clearly, in this movie? clearly Lewis grows up, changes his name to Joe, and yeah. becomes a UFC commentator. I mean, and he stars on news radio. News radio, yeah. right. He's a janitor or whatever. Yeah. Like, he works for Jimmy James? Yeah. 
No, that you know, but Jimmy James was actually DB Cooper. I mean, we, we all know this. That's so, true. Well, actually, yeah. Loki was DB Cooper. We know that now. Well, that's true. There's too many people that were DB Cooper. <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> and then there was a the guy on Justified who was DB Cooper. So there you go. Yeah. Though that's Reagan's yeah. show, not ours. Well, yeah. I I love it too, but I know you guys haven't watched it. Things change. Always do. You get your chance. Important thing is when it comes, you gotta grab it with both hands and hold on tight. Enemy squadrons in sectors three, six, seven, closing fast. All right, so Alex Rogan has broken the record on the Starfighter game. And now Centauri arrives in his sweet, sweet, sweet star car to pick him up. Why would he get in that car? <laughs> Man, people are very trusting in this yeah. world. They don't, they... A little sketchy? Yeah. It's well, like sketchy. midnight. This, this guy rolls up. He's like, hey, I invented that game. Want to ride somewhere? Right. Like, oh, why don't yeah, because he can't make that up. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. It, it seemed credible. <laughs> like, yeah. I got something to show you. Come <laughs> on in. Right? Like, yeah. Apparently Tom's mom didn't tell him the story about a right. little boy who was kidnapped and had his head cut off. It would have been better if he did like turn him away at first and he kept coming back with yeah. old like standard cliches like, Hey man, you want to check out this puppy I've got in the back seat in the box? <laughs> I, got, I got some beer in here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's drink them. Got these cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe he goes in a little bit uh, easily. Uh, easily. Mm-hmm. Very tr- easily. Uh, Robert Press has a very uh, kind face. <laughs> So maybe. maybe Alex is just like, oh, he's a lost old man, and I'll help him on his way. Yeah, and then you're sitting next to a creepo in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. You may, you guys may be looking at this wrong. Maybe he's been turning tricks out of this trailer park, and he's used to going in and just taking guys oh, he's off doing it. like a Dirk Diggler? Like, it's like $3 to watch me jerk it? Yeah, yeah, or no, something. No, no, no. Or well, well, hey, hey, the family movie, folks. All right? This oh, is not uh, that kind of movie. <laughs> Not that kind of movie. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Let's it's a dollar it to look at. It. It's a two dollars to no. look at it while I touch my toe. The eighties were more innocent time. Come on. <laughs> but when you when when you shake hands with with uh, Centauri's assistant Beta, and you get like that shock, don't you get a little bit more concerned at that point? <laughs> you think? You think he's well, be especially like, because he just leaves me. after that, right? <laughs> yeah, Beta jumps out of the car, runs away, <laughs> but that's when the adventure begins because then you're kind of stuck in the car, right? Like, yeah, he does get takes off immediately yeah. after that. Yeah, but totally cool when they land. Like, he's not like freaking out, screaming, like "Get me out of here!" He's just, <sighs> I think he's in shock at that point because yeah. Centauri does peel his face off. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I just at that point, space. at that point, they're in space, though. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. there's no going back at that point. You're gonna be like balled up screaming in the back the whole time. Yeah, you're gonna like feet up position sucking your thumb or something like this isn't happening. This isn't happening. I mean that you're not gonna be this like well, I mean, quippy that, and but that is and kind able of, to talk all these aliens. That is kind of Alex's perspective. Like I mean he doesn't really believe what he's seen. I think he thinks he's having some kind of dream or something. He doesn't buy any of it for the longest time. I mean, he is in a state of disbelief about all of it. Yeah. And I think we can all understand that. But uh, since I think Centauri's an interesting character. I think he's kind of like this weird, charming snake oil salesman. Well, yeah, because he does he Why? just asks who wins the game. And Alex is like, oh, I did. He didn't watch him play or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just been lying. Like, right. Could have been the old lady with the shotgun. I mean, yeah. I mean maybe, he, maybe he's good. Maybe Rob has a, has a thought of this. Is Can Centauri detect the gift? Is that what we're saying here? You know, they keep talking about the gift for all the starfighters. I don't think he can 
detective. <laughs> he seems pretty oh, confident, though, that Alex has it. Mm. I, I think he I just think wants to, trying to make check. a sale. He's just right. trying to make a sale. He got the highest score. He's good. Right. I mean, that yeah, machine uh, registered a high score. He has to get somebody in that van, get him back there so he can get paid. He don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Selling that guy into slavery. That is a funny scene, man. When he's like, when he's kind of getting all the all the the suit and the boots and everything like that, and Alex is yelling at him. And Why don't they put the translator on him when he first gets out of the car? I, I thought the same. Uh, agree. Like the girl who's like, "Sita, Sita, hey, put the stupid thing you're gonna put on him in ten minutes." You gotta have really take their them. time putting the translator. It's on. funny to them. They want to see how they react. I mean, that, that's kind of how most sci-fi works. I mean, you know, when you watch the first episode of Farscape, they don't they don't put it on Crichton right away. Uh, wrong. Yeah, as soon as he gets on Moya. He, there is a moment though where he's hearing them and they're alien and he has no idea what's going on. Well, he then he gets, gets the, on the injection bridge. and then the little what what is it? Uh, TRT or oh, yeah, I think what you're are right. the little droids called? I think you're right. Right. What are they called? I know you know. It's DRTs. the one with the Muppets. Right. TRTs. Right. I think it's DRTs. Okay. Sure. Something like that. But they inject him first. I know, Ryan. Right. But when you he first gets there, there's that moment of, of confusion, and they're giving Alex that moment of confusion where he doesn't know what's going on. It's longer than a moment. Maybe, it seems like it's probably twenty minutes to him on like a, a conveyor. Maybe belt. it took him a hot minute to figure out the configuration because he's a human and they never had one of those. Because Earth's not in the Star League, Reagan. You ever mm. think of that? Okay. All right, you fixed it. Yeah. I'll take that answer. I did it. I'll take that answer. <laughs> But yeah, this is uh, to me. This is when the, when the, when everything gets really really fun because we are yeah we're thrown into like the Star League and and Rylos and this whole thing. And yes, I understand you're not wrong. All these aliens with the, with the crazy hair and and <laughs> male and female all kind of rocking the same hairdo. It's a little strange. It's well, probably very easy to get a haircut. <laughs> How strange is it that he just jumps into their cause without like really getting to know anything other than what a video game's told him over and over again. What if he there? joined the Empire? That's what I mean. That's like, exactly <laughs> what I thought when he was there. He has no idea who he's fighting for. He could have just killed the whole rebellion. Right? Like, <laughs> All right, let's go. Star Wars. We're going to sure. send you down in an ATST on Hoth. All right. right. There's a there's an evil rebellion going on. We got to put I, that down. You know, we don't know exactly how the Empire is recruiting. It could be they've do, they've started making video games and put them on like like Ryloth and, and Coruscant. Who knows? We haven't gotten to that episode of The Bad Batch yet, okay? Hang yeah, on. it's like, that's season two of The Bad Batch. That's season two. Stay tuned. Man Division Podcast. We'll break it down. <laughs> but, Seems like a waste of resources. Yeah, but, he, but Alex doesn't dive into it at first. I mean, he has Centauri take him back. Sure, but he doesn't He doesn't question that these are the good guys and they're protecting Earth at any point, even well, though he doesn't think he can be right. a Starfleet. He, he, he played he the, game. the game. Right. But, <laughs> but that, that's... I'm just saying... <laughs> The end stinger credits could have been them being like, ha we got you, now we're going to destroy Earth. Like, you, you, the only people that were defending you are now dead. <laughs> like, it just blows everything. He's like, ha-ha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I'm, not, I'm okay. not saying that's not an interesting <laughs> twist, but that's not the movie. <laughs> I mean, that's not the joyful, hopeful movie okay. that they're creating okay. here. <laughs> you know the game. The game's a test. He bought it their cause very quickly. You know, like. Well, I mean, let's to be fair, and maybe this is judgmental on my part, but I mean, Zor, Zor, and the Codan Armada does not sound like the good guys. <laughs> well, it's all in the wording. Uh, yeah, it's a certain point of view, right, Reagan? So we turn to you, starfighters and your navigators, for of all the billions of creatures in the Star League, only you few were found to possess the. Gift. You and you alone stand between us and the black 
terror of the Kodan. Victory or death! Victory or death! Victory or death! All right, so we had some technical difficulties. I don't know exactly where I left off and what the last thing said was, so I'll just sort of pick up where I was going to go anyways. Uh, but Alex does eventually, and with the assistance of Grig... This is a restricted area, off-limits to... <laughs> My apologies, Starfighter. <laughs> Star Navigator First Class Grig, got your service, sir. Uh, convince Centauri that, that Alex doesn't want to be there, shouldn't be there, uh, uh, doesn't want to be part of the Star League, doesn't want to be a Starfighter, all that stuff, and he gets Centauri taken back to Earth. Am I to understand you're actually declining the honor of becoming a Starfighter? You got it. Extraordinary. Um, which is when Alex begins to sort of figure out there's a lot more going on because, oh, hey, by the way, there's an alien in the trailer park trying to kill him and the beta unit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why didn't Centauri, if he got Alex back, why didn't he take the beta unit with him? I wondered that as well, but I also sort of think Centauri kind of knew this would happen because he was very close by when That's Alex true. does finally signal him. I think he's, I, I sort of thought it was like a, a, a all right, Alex is going to, I'm going to go lay low for a minute. I'm going to go get a beer at the bar. And then Alex right. is going to call me, and I'll come pick him up, and right. boom. Give him that life, that life alert that he can yes, have. Yes, that's right. Then, well, well, even all the way from Rios, it wasn't a long journey through the, yeah. you know, whatever portal or whatever. They yeah, that, 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 that's, maybe we didn't see it all. That's no, true. That's true. That's true. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe he, like Tom said, he wanted him to see himself, and, you know. Yeah, it would either scare him or inspire him to come back. Or if it was Reagan, he'd make out with himself <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd definitely be like, "Hey, man, let's let's take our shirts off, see what's up." <laughs> well, I mean, that's the funny part about the about the beta unit, right? Like Maggie's trying to like flirt with him and stuff like that. The beta unit has like no, apparently is not fully functional. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I mean that's a that's a defect in it. Yeah. No, it, I mean that's some pretty. I like. The stuff with the beta unit and 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 Maggie in the way that he's just kind of like repulsed by her and just trying to like keep her at arm's length the entire time. I think there's some funny stuff yeah. in there. Oh yeah, yeah, the beta unit was enjoyable. Yeah, it takes way too long to form. It took him like oh my god, yeah, the better part of a day to become. A, yeah, that and would... he's just like this goo monster in the bed. <laughs> Thank God no one checks him out. <laughs> Alex is very tired that day. He stayed up all night playing Starfighter. You know, he was exhausted. He just set the record. I'm Maggie groaning comes to check for on him, and he's just right. like moaning under the sheets. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs> why does a machine moan like that? Unless you program it again for your purposes, Reagan. But why? Why would hey, a machine? <laughs> I never said I was attracted to the beta units. Yeah, yeah. Like, you but, know. Come well, on. I mean, book... it could look like anybody, Ryan. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not made of stone. Right. Well, well, it looks like Johnny Cat. Who picked the? Yeah. No, no, it doesn't look like Johnny Cat. The sharp teeth. I don't want sharp teeth. Listen to our Total Recall podcast on the Koishi Pond. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, well, with, right there. with Alex back now, though, he and the Beta Unit get to have a little fun chat with, and, and Lewis is in the room, and there's some fun stuff there, and I, I. I, again, I don't know. I, it's just to me, it's more of the charm of the movie. I think it's just a really fun little thing. The beta unit stuff is some good comic relief for the movie. Yeah, agree, disagree. Oh, I, I absolutely I agree. I loved all the beta unit stuff. Yeah, and I, I guess the beta unit stuff tested pretty positively because uh, the the second batch of stuff later in the flick when they go to the lake was was done on reshoots. 
uh, because oh, really? people like the beta unit scenes and they wanted kind of more of them, so they decided to flesh it out a little bit more. Yeah, he's wearing a very noticeable wig in mm-hmm. those. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I noticed the hair was different, but I just thought they were trying to do that to set the beta. I didn't realize it was retic. I thought they did uh, that oh, purposely. Oh, that like, makes more sense. I like that. That it's yeah. just the beta unit's not quite perfect yet. Right. Or he had to get out of out of bed to do something, so he didn't finish cooking. That that's sort and, of the that's sort of like the in continuity explanation for it. But I mean, yeah, yeah. it was a reshoot, and at the time, uh, Lance Guest was in a new, another movie, and they had cut his hair off, so they, uh. they had to put a wig on him. I mean, I didn't enjoy so much the friends, which you weren't really supposed to enjoy them. The guy with the truck and, it doesn't and even whatever. Seem like you know. Alex likes them that much, honestly. Like he just goes with right. them to hang out with Maggie. It seems like the fact that they got more airtime for those recut, you know, I could have done without. <laughs> but it makes so, it, it sets the it sets the plate for what they're doing there to they, have the. Did they not seem like uh, members of Cobra Kai? Yeah, they got that <laughs> like same, that that vibe. Yeah, well, that's that same eighties. Cool bully. kid, yeah. cool kid bully, but you know, like they're definitely again kind of the and also the ones in a gotta... cowboy hat. So immediately, right, right. Well, this all sets up the like we alluded to the the alien bounty hunters that are now in the trailer park looking for they they have somehow we don't really know how it's it's one of the the things they don't really explain in the movie, but somehow Zur and the Codan have figured out that Alex is a starfighter, and so they are going to kill him. And, yeah, and which this... is weird that they knew he was a starfighter. But well, yeah, Zer had uh, that, at least one spy, multiple a... spies. In right. The... Oh, that's true. The guy that set the bomb. Those. So, you know, the, the, the one guy who's like side eyeing all the time. But yeah. they, he never actually signed up. He never stepped foot in a starfighter. Wouldn't his but spy he was be... qualified to fly one? Uh, I mean, it, yeah, he passed the test. The spy was right to report him, as we know now, because he. He obviously well, had the chops, but I mean, does he? He pushes one button, and the machine does everything. Like not to spoil the end of this movie, Star well, Blossom would work with anybody. I think, I think he could have done it without Star Blossom if the thing had like batteries to keep the laser. Like he could have gotten it done. He's broke the record, Reagan. For God's sake! I mean, so is everybody in that room. <laughs> he has to pull the triggers, though, bro. Right, right. Everybody else in that room is dead. Yeah, which was really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We'll, we'll get and there. And why we'll do they there. only have one port, spaceport? I mean, they, they trust everything. They keep everybody in the same place. Budget. Yeah. <laughs> budget. <laughs> Rob with the practical reasons. I love yeah. it. But no, those budget cuts inside the rebellion. <laughs> like they need a they needed a little world building budget. They, like the the universe was incredibly small. Yeah. Like right. their model was small. The 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 good guys' base was small. Everything was just low. Low scale. Well, I mean, the frontier is fairly small. I think in the grand scheme of things. I mean, we have we haven't talked about that yet. I was going to say that for the second half of the show, but yeah, we, oh, okay. we can talk about the Sorry. frontier and and, and uh, you know the Star League and you know it's probably not you know the size of the United Federation of Planets or anything, but, but yeah, we'll get to, we'll get there. We'll get there. No, I, I did I did want to talk about with... I did want to talk about the Zandozan, the bounty hunter, because I wanted to know uh-huh. if Reagan caught who played the hitchhiker that it morphed into. I saw it in the trivia and I can't remember. <laughs> it's Gold Ducat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark Alemo. <laughs> I was like, oh, Ray will love that Gold Ducat's in this movie. <laughs> Again, why did he have to be a, a human at all? I mean, it was nice so that you could get that. So he could get like a cab into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the second guy dropped from the sky, like right in the weather, they, they just he they got a direct flight. The right, other okay. guy connected. They had to triangulate based on the first guy <laughs> yeah. to get closer. Yeah, they're like, the first guy died here, so we could drop another dude okay. in just after that. Does anyone have a theory on why the Starfighter game revealed that hitchhiker as 
the alien bounty hunter. I don't. I just I can make one up, no. but I don't really have uh, actually a threat droid. detection. Right. So the you know the bad guys can't fuck with the test games. Oh, I love that. That's a perfect answer, Reagan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love that. And that's so why good. he leaves it alone. He runs away after that. Yeah, because no maybe hide. it would melt the rest of his face off if he stayed. <laughs> and it's also it's also at this point when when Beta is taking his head off to fix his ears, and Lewis sees that too. Yeah, yeah. Go to More bed, comedy Lewis. ensues. That was that was some high effects too. Rob must have loved that. Like where he's, <laughs> he's put his head. I mean, uh, come on, not all the effects were bad. That was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, Lewis is going to be fucked up after this, man. No, Lewis is going to play the game now until he can go join him in space and be the next one. I mean, he does. He'll be like the, the arcade, he'll be the Billy yeah. Ripkin of no, the. I, I want Lewis to join uh, the the prince or whatever. Oh, <laughs> right? the scepter. Is that what you want the second? The, the... Yeah, that's why I want the second movie to be. Lewis is mad that he was abandoned. I, I, I think he brother. gets like weekend leave after he gets up there and comes back to the truck. He's the only starfighter. They can't afford to have they him taking weekends. Build a off. new crew. I mean, okay, they're not doing that overnight. They're not going <laughs> to let Brig fly for some reason. Technically, they're going to other well, places. Well, he's the navigator, so, so I mean, time is going to change anyways. So when he goes away, he may be away for thirty years and ten. You know that that <laughs> that, that that scenario works out. Like that world must have been a lot closer than we thought. When Maggie dumps him for Centauri in like three months. Oh no! Oh, Wait a second. How dare you? They have they, Reagan. They have a love that will never die. You know that. <laughs> it's gonna die. They were fighting all the time when, in this movie. When Beta, Either she was when, mad at him, oh, come or on. he was mad at her. When Beta Maybe. sacrifices himself and then she looks up to the stars. Oh, and... yeah, she loves Beta. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Maybe she's more of a Grig person, and she's gonna be a stepmom yeah. to those like ten thousand kids. Yeah, I don't know their. You don't know their their arrangement. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how it works, but he right. said this is his mate, not mates. Yeah, well, maybe seemed like, to, he seemed uh, to have it going on. So if there was multiple mates, I think he would have had multiple mates. Yeah, <laughs> she may be more into him. You don't know. I feel like now now is a good point for us to talk about Zer and the Kodan <laughs> Armada. We we haven't really okay. explored our villains just yet. Zer is the, the the traitorous son of the leader of the Star League, and and he's yeah. no son to him. Yeah, he's no mm-hmm. son to him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's now aiding the Kodan in their attempt to breach the frontier, destroy the Star League, and take over Rylos. Right. Any uh, <laughs> any observations you have about that whole plan, or the what? aliens in general? I like the Kodan. The Kodan are cool, man. Just like your Kodan emperors. Isn't it, Commander Crew? It takes more than a scepter to rule Zur, even on Rylos. You're right, Crew. It does take more than a scepter. <laughs> How long must we endure this fool? I yeah, want to like know more little, about them. The little flip glass oh, yeah. on Lord That's Krill. Awesome. Every yeah. time. Lord Krill. I, I, yeah. I feel yeah. like you'd love to have one that's just at work. <laughs> Anytime someone asks you a question, just for it to flip clothes. Uh-huh. I would pause <laughs> for dramatic effect. Yeah. And they go. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Right back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then I go back to work. We die. <laughs> yeah. so I, I love that part. Talking. What are you talking about? That's great. That was great. I'm, I'm into it. You may think I'm making fun of this movie, but it, it, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I don't have as much festering hate for this movie as I normally do for other ones. I was, I was along for the ride on this one. No, you yeah, have you no idea. You your post-vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how know. delighted I am that, that Ryan is, is like all on board with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Though I am I surprised know, by Rob. I, surprised and disappointed, well, Rob. Like, I want to know how Zur got in this position of power because they, they clearly don't, they don't, don't him. want him to be the leader, don't respect him. They're yes, just, they're he knows using the base him. is, but yeah, clearly yeah. that does not vault you to emperor. They're yeah. using him. They're using him. They call him a piece yeah, of crap. he's clearly a buffoon. But, yeah. like, they could have used him and not made him emperor. You know, like, I feel like, you know, I feel like they're making him an emperor, like, in title, and then the, once, they're, they, once they've breached the frontier and, and, and they've done what they want to do he's out they would have killed him. yeah oh, he yeah, would have killed him he, yeah. the best thing in the world he did was getting that escape pod and getting out of there because yeah. he was dead either way well, right well, also i was like oh what kind of threat is he is now without the, the armada he's just a guy with a stupid scepter with a knife in it it's got a blade, a blade watch out yeah i yeah. gotcha Thank God they don't have guns in this universe. <laughs> I love how when he when he when the they when the do. knife pops out of the scepter, <laughs> like the the Codan don't even flinch. They're like, yeah, okay, you got a pointy stick, whatever. <laughs> the I wanted to ask Reagan in particular about this, like the sort of grunt Codans, you know, the ones with the big goggles on their eyes. Yeah, that just die at like I don't know sneezing on them. Yeah, looking at them wrong. <laughs> do they or do they not look like Morn from Deep Space Nine? Yes, absolutely. They look like tiny morns. Though. Tiny morns. That's what I thought every time I've watched the movie since Deep Space Nine. I'm like, oh, there's tiny morns. <laughs> maybe that's what. Maybe that's what they are. That'd be awesome. I forget what morn is. I forget his species as well. But they they say in the episode who mourns for morn, which is a fantastic DS9 episode. Do you think Morn's look was was uh, influenced by the Kodan? Ooh, probably. I don't. I think that'd be like a fun little tribute. I have no idea if it's, if yeah, it's true. Or I have not. no idea. I know it's Norm spelled backwards. <laughs> that makes sense because because he's the guy who sits at the end of the bar in every episode of Deep Space Nine. Yeah, you can't spell Cliff backwards. That one's not as much fun. <laughs> oh, you can spell Woody. <laughs> I, I I feel like I'm I'm gonna try on in, in dangerous territory by asking Rob this question. The, the the look of the Kodan ships, yay or nay, Rob? I think they're fine looking ships. I just don't like the the special effects technology. I mean, That's the fair. ships are fine looking. The Gunstar, you know, if they made a physical model of that, I'd be all aboard. Like, I don't mind the look of the ships. Mm-hmm. You know, the execution, I mean, Rob's. Yeah, yeah. It's I had what I had high hopes. I like the story. I like the characters. It's just the execution. That. <laughs> yeah. I want I want another half hour out of this movie that gives the bad guys a little more meat to their story. I want you know I want to yeah. see the other starfighters engage in battle yeah. and not just get killed off you know real quick. Right. You know, I, I would like love that. to see a battle where it looks like they're going to win and then uh oh that shifty eyed motherfucker sabotaged all these ships. <laughs> no, you mean, and they all just turn off and they're destroyed. These are all great ideas and I'm not mad at any of them because like anything that results in more last starfighter i'm totally yeah. game for I, I dig this flick and and i'd i would for the longest time i've wanted to see this universe kind of like expand and grow and it wasn't until recently that that even rumors have, have started circulating that maybe we'll get a, a long awaited sequel to it 
because yeah, I mean, they're, they're, there's so much there. So much fighting about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, well, and this is one of those rare instances where the the script writer, the screenwriter, is the one who created the whole thing. It was his story, and he actually owns the rights to it all. Yeah. So that's why it never got like a reboot or you know countless sequels yeah, that no one was in. Didn't he say like ten to fifteen years ago there'll never be anything else? I think so, yeah. For a very long time, he was very adamant about not doing anymore. He's like, it's going to stand by itself but and just be he's gone. He's changed his mind from what I know. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he likes money, money will do that. No, yeah. Well, I don't even think there's money. Well, they were throwing money out of 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. I, I think he, he, he was approached by uh, uh, Gary Whitta, who's been who's kind of known for like, writing some Star Wars stuff. And he was like, I want to work with you on developing a new continuation of Starfighter. And, for I, you know, maybe they, I think, I think it's, it sort of sounds like they just kind of bonded. And they've been working on some stuff. And if you go, I, I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but you can go on YouTube and see like the concept art they've come up with. And it's, I don't know, I think it looks awesome. And they, they, they have the score underneath all of it, so it's fucking fantastic and exciting. And, but you're just looking at art. But it's really good. So, you know, yeah, maybe, that, maybe we will get that sequel good. down yeah. the road. We'll see. We'll see. All right, let's talk about the third act of this movie. Let's, let's, let's spend time in our Gunstar with Alex and Grig. As they are taking on the entire Kodan Armada, uh, come on! How much fun is this stuff? That, that fight's great until they get to the Death Blossom. Until they yeah. get to Death is Blossom, it is it though? I, I, it was like the video game, so I loved enjoying it. I was like, okay, it's just like the game for him. Most of the time, they're just hiding in a cave. I mean, like, let's be real. Yeah. Like, I mean, nobody isn't... can hit anything except the Gunstar. Not even yeah. the capital ship or whatever. Their well, tracking or their uh, targeting system has been destroyed or something. Not yet. Like, when he's no, coming no. in to destroy no. it, they, they still can't hit the, the, the ship at all. That's just Wasn't that just their antenna for their communication? That was so the communication. Synchronize their armada attack or whatever. Isn't, isn't it possible? <laughs> I love the quotes. I'm not convinced it would be any better. That is, I mean, they keep saying the word armada. That is not an armada. Well, That's how many one ships, carrier. How many ships... Qualifies yeah. as an armada. You know like, what? I'm talking more than one ships. capital ship. <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, hate this I, movie. I don't. No, I does. do not hate this movie. Please, listen. It does not hold up, but I do not hate it. But calling that an armada is ridiculous. <laughs> they could only I make mean, the one ship. I think your ship. problems with it isn't a hold up thing. You just would have had those same issues with it if you were your age when you watched it back in the day, right? Like besides the effects. The Armada portion's not going to change. The number of ships aren't going to change. That's true. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the uh, 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 Navigator First Class Griggs flying. Like, he's just a good pilot. That's why they're not getting hit. But, uh, and then once once Alex kind of, like, steps up, once, once Alex steps up and starts shooting people, for you know, finally, it takes him a little bit. He has to kind of get his uh, uh, beak wet, if you will. Yeah, I think that provided some necessary realism to the to the movie that he didn't get in there perfectly. You didn't think so, Rob? Oh, he's so critical. I don't know. Can't do a podcast with you. You just hate everything. <laughs> I don't know what it's like having a co-host hate everything. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So I mean, yeah, spoilers. I mean, they they the last starfighter, the Death Blossom goes off. What? And you don't like the Death Blossom scene? I don't like it because anyone can just use the Death Blossom. It's it, just pushing a button and then letting go. Go like you're going down on a roller coaster. Oh, it's just gonna happen. He's not letting Everybody's go. Everybody's inside that circle. He, he, okay. Not gonna, you don't have and to steer the ship he, or anything. He's got to plug that nine volt battery into that little <laughs> uh, little like calculator yeah, board take that he has. Life support that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. 
Nope. They're not yeah. even worried about. Yeah, and Alex, Alex still has <laughs> to pull the trigger. He still has to shoot everybody just because he's going in, in like that gyroscopic no, pattern. He didn't shoot it. He just pushed the button and it shot on its own. That's all its own. Yeah, I, I get the That's point. That's what I, know. I was like, oh. <laughs> I thought it would like, you know, inject him with like uh, steroids or something or oh. speed, make him see faster, faster reflex, something like that. Yeah, it's 1984, be man. Come on. <laughs> you know, shoot him with the juice like they do in Expanse. <laughs> It's not the expanse. That's that science people. is too real. Only if you juice too much or are a monster on in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when your character strokes out and you don't get the Yeah. <laughs> Where they're like, hey, we gotta get this dude off the fucking shelf. Like, your boy. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I mean reading the books. Alex Kamal is a great character. Oh, listen, your boy. I just I I highly disagree with you about Death Blossom. I think Death Blossom is awesome. I think it looks great. It looks cool, but I just don't like it that you could just push a button. Like Grace could have just pushed that button as soon I as mean, they were in the circle. You still have to lure it's... everyone close enough to be in the range. Okay, you just float. They're gonna come to you and shoot you with you. It's no different it's... than Gun Gun or whatever. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> same thing. How is Gun is a martial art? No, it was the same thing. Okay, yeah, he's just using his hands, so you're okay with it because it's just... he's fighting. I guess. Like he's moving, he's pulling the triggers. The okay. guns don't shoot themselves. <laughs> that is a skill that is learned. Oh, how dare you! <laughs> that is number one episode. You should go check it out. No, don't. Koji Pod episode eighteen. <laughs> You'll be disappointed. Give it a download. Equilibrium, great movie. So, so wait a second. What episode are you on now? Good 50, question. Fifty something. Fifty. Four season two, out. man. So you're yeah, saying season two. So you're saying two. so you're saying you peaked already. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not gonna peak till like season ten. It's it's like Reagan in real life. He peaked in high school. It's over. Uh, that is very <laughs> true. <laughs> I peaked until this podcast. <laughs> now least, it's all downhill. <laughs> we've got at least as many seasons as that era Fast and the Furious franchise has movies. I mean eleven? <laughs> yeah, like we can keep going. Wait, are you counting the spinoffs that they're gonna have, like Hobbs and Shaw? Sure. I mean, yeah. And Hobbs there's and Shaw. A, there's too. a million movies to talk about. Yeah. That's the good yeah. news. We'll never be out of business, folks. Right. Goodness. <laughs> so yeah, the Death Blossom goes off. They they make the 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 run on the on the command ship. Admiral Krill's gonna plunge into the planet. You know, gets the again his slappy glass. We die, and they crash into the yeah. moon. It's, it's a great line. <laughs> it's really good. He just really good. <laughs> great delivery. Damage report. Guidance system out. Auxiliary steering out. Divert. Divert. She won't answer the helm. We're locked into the moon's gravitational pull. What do we do? We die. I just wish there was more from those villains. Uh, yes, no, yes. you're not wrong. Right. Like, totally, motivation, it's, it's expanding the structure, the anything. Be... Can I, can I ask one question though? Because they're there and he does the we die thing. It's pretty cool, right? Like, and then uh, yeah. really two questions. Yeah. Was there only one escape pod on that old vessel, or <laughs> is that like a we go down with the ship type thing? Because the dude gets a, and then no one else tries to escape. Uh, there was no time. The, I said anyone on the bridge didn't have time. To get there yeah, no they didn't time. have time. There was, was no like, time. there's not time to do anything. Yeah. And 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 Except what not. was in that ship that when it hit that moon's atmosphere, it exploded <laughs> in such a manner. 
Space gas. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, what are they getting in uh Was there an atmosphere, though, or did they just crash into the surface? I, I, it looked like they just hit the atmosphere and vaporized. I mean, it was I like a massive explosion. Surface, but I could be wrong about it. Uh, I, I don't know. It was, you know, it's getting on the effects like Rob's. I was like, what the hell happened to that thing? It didn't and, like, yeah. and I think Reagan is making a reference to hyperfuel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever they're getting in Solo, uh-huh. it's like money, but also fuel. Right. It's very you unstable know. that they have to do the Kessel Run and yeah, and that they give to, they have to yeah. give to the Rebellion at some point. Yeah, what was that? What was that stuff called? Hyperfuel. But no, it had a name. No, it, it had another name. Wasn't like Krillium or oh, something. Yeah, they didn't like run that, around like that. Like I have hyperfuel in my yeah. pocket, right? Because I would have been like, wait a minute, come on, <laughs> man, let's let's take another pass at that. That unstable <laughs> hyperfuel. <laughs> they definitely gave it a more Star Wars name than that. They definitely did. I feel like they had to. I need to get an inter- intern on that. Coaxium. Coaxium, yes. Coaxium, yeah. Yes. Thank you, Rob. So it's like on the tip of my brain, but I could not formulate the words at all. Coaxium. Yeah. So, yeah, they were full of coaxium. That makes sense because, you know, that ship was probably making the Kessel Run earlier, like Ryan yeah, intimated. <laughs> 12 parsecs. Yeah. But now, and so they have saved the frontier. Uh, they've saved the people of Rylos, the Star League, the whole thing. But Alex is still the last Starfighter. There's much work to be done. But you have to go back to Earth. You have to get your main gal, right? So you take your starship to the trailer park. Is she, is she going to be happy? I know Reagan loves no, the scene. I did. She's gonna be I don't miserable up be, there. The whole, yeah, they're not going to last. Yeah, you don't they, know that. They have I hundred percent, Rob. You think these these 18-year-old kids, <laughs> she's given up everything, <laughs> including the world she knows. She, she's getting so many worlds. Yeah. She has no fucking interest in any of that. <laughs> She wants to live in the trailer park and take care of Nana. Yeah, or Granny, whatever her name her is. future vision included possibly going to the city. Like, that was it. That was like... That was like her. She might, she and, might, and, and now he's like a rock star. Right. He's going to have weird bald chicks just throwing themselves at him. Is he going to want him? I mean, like... I don't, hey man, I, you don't know what he's into, and there's probably other aliens out there. We only saw yeah, maybe you'll get the female version of that, like tentacle uh, creature he stepped on, and that when yeah. He, oh. yeah, he's into that. We didn't we didn't talk much about the other starfighters in in, in that yeah. scene, and he, when he's uh, sort of being indoctrinated to the Star League. But yeah, yeah. there's some interesting looking uh, alien creatures in that in that Star League. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to see the Star League uh, explored more if there's another uh, yeah. continuation of the series somehow, whether it's it's comics or books or whatever. Or, you know, film obviously is the preference. Yeah. Disney Plus series if, would be great too. What if, like, Amazon got a hold of this and did, like, a like three-season show of it? Oh, fuck yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I think... I think you update the effects on this. It's It's got a good premise. Like, it can... But, I mean... I think they have to move away from him being the only starfighter. They should explore more with like following a new star league or if it's a prequel, the the existing star, like it well, shouldn't just be based on him. Yeah. Well, why can't he be like the grizzled vet now? Yeah. He'll just top gun it or, yeah. Well, I don't know if you watch that concept reel. I mean, it is the last Starfighters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, come on. And, and yeah. And the, 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 the rumors are that it's about Alex building back the starfighter core after another disastrous incident. And possibly with his children from Maggie, who's been living with him happily in space. No, on she's definitely going to leave him she for the might Emperor. I love it, Reagan. You don't know. Uh, Dude, I bet I they don't the, leave him. She'll be with the Emperor in his I bet. Come on, Rylos. <laughs> you, know, you know Rylos had the internet way before Earth did. 
She Wait, was totally is happy. Is the one that looks like Colonel Sanders? Is that who you're talking about? That guy? Is that the one? What? Colonel you, Sanders. You the Colonel the Sanders? Le- no, yeah. no. That's the leader. What's That's his the, name? Yeah, uh, the he looks leader. like Colonel Sanders. You're talking you? about. Because he has the beard. He has the beard. Oh, yeah. oh, you're talking no, about. No, not that guy. He's More like the, the president. Beard. He's got like a white suit yeah. on. And a fit. You can't tell me they weren't in 1984. <laughs> okay. Trying to make that dude look like Colonel Sanders. I There's never no thought that. I, I thought they were just trying to still, make him no, no, look like I somebody. I see it now. I 100% see it now. Yeah. Did not even think that while watching the movie. They were I, trying. Like, as soon as I yeah, saw him, I was like, does KFC have something in this? Cross promotion. I mean, Cross promotion. Exactly. They had a, a giveaway in a, in a happy What meal. if he was like licking his fingers the whole time in between? <laughs> no. No, no, no. I mean, what else is that little black stripe for? I mean, I guess, the, you know, but I'm just saying he is He's Colonel. He's a businessman. It makes him look professional. <laughs> well, I'm with Reagan. I love to see him to go back to Earth to get Maggie. I, I'm into it. I, I mean, I didn't say, well, actually, I hated that scene. I didn't really like the whole like, love story aspect of it. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, because it, it, does, it does wrap it up with the earth portion of the story, which I like just as much the space, you know, like I, you needed to bow that up a little bit. And yeah. I think it does. You know what? I didn't love the, the love story so much, but it does, it does tie the package together. So I can't hate on it too much. And even a, if a I, much better I'm love saying. story than the mummy. Let's be honest. Wait, which, which love story oh, okay. in the mummy? <laughs> yeah. Cause it's a couple. Remember <laughs> both, <laughs> both. It's a dual love story. <laughs> Between yeah. Rick O'Connell and, and himself. Em- all right, Rick O'Connell's love story is great. Emotep's love story is amazing. He comes back for the dead for this woman. I'm, I'm picking Alex and Maggie over it. I'm sorry. Not his choice, right? Okay. <laughs> Wait, Wait it's, not, it's not his choice? to come. Well, no, he probably would have preferred not to be mummified. Yeah. Yeah. But his love is so strong, mummification can't stop it. <laughs> and just, Well, Alex and Maggie, the stars won't stop them. She's going to Rylos. Get over no, there, they were fighting <laughs> before all this shit happened. But see, they were fighting because Beta was getting Alex yeah, into there trouble. Was, there was some. Yeah. No, it was even before Beta. She's riding with that stupid cowboy dick. <laughs> He's mad about that. Yeah, but she's mad he can't go to the beach for a little bit. But Otis helped him they, out. Otis talked him down. Otis reminded him, "It's all good. Don't be a silly goose." <laughs> Don't be a silly goose. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk about that '80s trope, which I know I know I'm sure Ryan has thoughts on. But the 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 wizened old black man to help you get good advice. Yeah, uh, that I mean, played by Otis, or it, the character's name is Otis. I should say the, the actor's name is Vernon yeah. Washington. I mean, you you like the guy, that, but at the same time, you're like, ah, this is gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> that you get together, I'm feeling a little bit like. Um, I was wondering how but, you would, how you would feel about that. <laughs> I was wondering. Well, yeah, I mean, just selling kids Playboys. Wait a second. He's not selling Lewis's Playboys. Lewis he is stealing the Playboys. Store, Lewis he? is stealing the Playboys. Come on. All right. He. Uh, I don't know if if uh, I. Th- he's hard to notice, but Lewis has a friend in the trailer park who's played by Will Wheaton. By the way. So there you go. Yeah, yeah I read that. I did yeah, so read Will that. Wheaton. Apparently just... you can still see him in a couple scenes. Yeah, so Will really? Will distracts Otis. Lewis steals the Playboys. Classic. I don't remember him having, I don't remember him having a friend in this movie. But you, you now gonna... There's only like a couple a of couple scenes shots. where he's yeah. a couple yeah. other kids. And that's yeah. it. And then after that, they go look for a dead body after this yeah. movie. Yeah. No, because Lewis, so is, Lewis has to get on Starfighter because he, he wants to go to Rylos yeah. too. 
Yeah, and he'll become the true champion and fight his brother. Well, I think it'll be him and uh, what's his name's ten thousand. How many kids do he have? He's a re- 6, some 000. ridiculous amount of children. I think it was six thousand. Was the amount? Well, anyway, was it ten thousand? I thought ten thousand. Oh, I'm just thinking that. He said that. it was it was some ridiculous. Number. So why, if he's got the skills of the the navigation part, you'd think at least some of his ten thousand kids would like inherit <laughs> that. Like you think he'd get like five of them? I mean, considering the previous star league was what twenty five dudes. I mean, it was not a lot of people out of his ten thousand kids. I think he got a pretty good crop of recruits. It's a real hot, plus, it's, you let, know, let, like, uh, let me throw the Navy Seals. How many people wipe out of the Navy Seals? I'm just saying, if you've got a pool of ten thousand to start with, I think there's a pretty. I mean, it's a good place to start. You get like five dudes. I get uh, it. They, at least, you know. And I don't know how fast they build these ships. Apparently, you can. Not very apparently. Well, let me Although th- I mean, oh. they only needed twenty-five. They didn't have to build them that fast. Let me let me throw something at you guys, okay? Okay. All right. Potential sequel. All right. Mm-hmm. Lewis washes out of Starfighter Academy or whatever like that. Then recruited by. The Kodan Armada. You really want him to be evil. <laughs> really brother versus brother. So he Rager washes said out like brother Zach in Battlestar Galactica? Kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. The evil Adama brother? <laughs> that would have been better if he was a turncoat and was Cylon. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. There's, there's possibilities here for stories. Come on. Right, right. Let's just get, let's there's got to be this, stakes. <laughs> let's just yeah, bring back Starfighter universe now. Come on. Make it happen. More Starfighter. That's what I'm clamoring for. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, absolutely. More Starfighter. Oh, I want more. Yeah, I think more. I think there's there's definite worlds to build off this universe for sure. Yeah, I I think I asked it earlier, but I mean, will you ever show this to your kids at some point? I know your kids are a little young on the on the young side, but you think they have any interest in this? I know your kids like Star Wars, Ryan. I, know. <laughs> I mean, they may find some interest in, but I think they'll be like Rob, and the effects will be so it's poor that they would die. They surprise me sometimes, but, you know, when we watched Masters of the Universe the other day, I put it on for a little bit of it, and they couldn't take it. They couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, they, they asked why he looked like a hot dog, and I was like, what's that mean? He's like, it, it was his tan. You know, like, they were like, why does he look like a hot dog? <laughs> like, you it, just tell just, them the 80s were a wild time. Yeah, they just <laughs> couldn't do it. So um, I don't think they're going right, to. This one does kid. have space, but I wouldn't. Again, with those weird Playboy scenes and stuff that they throw in the 80s with that. What about Ice Pirates? We watched that as children. I'm not uh, that no, I'm not showing them Ice Pirates. Okay. There's a lot of stuff in Ice Even Pirates. Even if I censor out like the five minute. Like rain loves scene. I'm not well, uh, right. Rob. <laughs> the storm. You need passion storm. Passion no, storm. I'm not showing them passion storm. <laughs> you Sorry. need to see the full like seven and a half minutes. Then, of this then no, they're not seeing the movie. What if you cut you okay. cut out passion storm and replace it with death blossom? Better movie. Sure. <laughs> uh, a little out of place, but sure. <laughs> It'd be. Is, is that supposed to be like his money shot? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Well, that went into a weird direction. Is that what the equivalent of seeing the that, death block uh, is? That, uh, that went off the rails. All right. <laughs> I'm just asking, because you're replacing a sex scene with it, the death block. No, you, oh, you, very confusing. Because I'm censoring it for Rob's kids here, Reagan. Get your mind yeah. out of the gutter. They're not going to listen, and they're not going to watch this movie because Rob hates it. <laughs> I hated I, everything I, that I want to get this straight. I don't hate the movie. Rob, you were pretty clear you hated it. It's okay. You don't need to backpedal now. <laughs> you hated everyone involved in it, everyone who wrote it. You hate like, future versions of it. <laughs> totally untrue. I really want to see a modern take. 
I, I and Rob, I agree. I hope we get that modern take. I like I said, I love this movie. It's near and dear to my heart. I watch it a lot, probably more than a sane person should. <laughs> but it makes me freaking happy, so I'm gonna watch it whenever I want to. So, where is the status of a sequel, reboot, anything on? You know, I are they still fighting? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, that that concept art is out. That 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 reel that you can watch on YouTube is out, and I think they're kind of put it out there as like as like a a hype thing to kind of get studios interested in you know pursuing this. But I don't know if anything's. Uh, developing, I, they have uh, Gary Witt has been fairly quiet on social media about it. I, you know, I think we're just hoping it. We're just hoping at this point, and I wonder if a lot of it maybe is is slowed down because uh, the pandemic and, and the the state of theaters and, and movie production is probably a little yeah. up in the air. Astro, this thing needs to be in theaters. Yeah, it's not going to make any money really being like a Amazon movie or Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. And plus, I, I need I to so. see the ships in on the big screen for once. It'd be nice. I'd love to see them. Like, like good ones, good ones, that, not the ones that, that Rob hates. Yeah, that is like sort of the <laughs> yeah. one thing about this. I, I've not been able to catch this in theaters when they when they every now and again when they put it out in theaters, you know, at like some uh, art house kind of cinema. That'll, that'll this play this would be a fun thing to It'd go with a group of friends to yeah. watch. Heck yeah, it's a fun Friday night. Would you want this to have just the like um, Lucas redo to it, where they just redo all the special effects over top of the original? Well, Rob does. Film? Rob wants. I know it Rob too. does, but I mean, I mean, I want more than that though because I want, I want, want do back. I want additional scenes. I want them. <laughs> I want them throwing Han Solo walking over Jabba's tail with extra stuff in there. I mean, right? Which they could do I want some good of it. Stuff, not that. Most most of your problems with it are in the space scenes, which could all be done digitally. They could yeah. throw in no, the, that would definitely they could they could billion, just redo it. Their armada could have there. 130 ships instead of the yeah, 28. Yeah, you're, you're they could use that Picard technology where every ship just looks the same. Oh, no, and yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> or, uh, I mean, get out. Try the Skywalker. I gotta go. I'm in timeout. With, for me, I mean, the effects, I I get it. They're dated and, like, you use, you know, like, whatever. They are kind of what they are. For me, that's that's part of the whole thing, though, like, they were pioneering new technology at the time. I mean, like this movie kind of helped shape the future of Hollywood cinema, like in, in, you know, big blockbuster special effects because they, they helped make a lot of these things happen. You know, Lucas wasn't doing this stuff anymore. Like they were, they were out of star Wars at this point and they weren't, they hadn't even messed with the computers at that point. If you, um, this, I, I really do recommend the special features on the, uh, uh, the, the 4K Arrow videos release because they have all these amazing special features on there where they show like the big giant massive Cray computers they were using at the time. Like it's just wild to look at like all the steps they had to go through to make this thing happen. So for me, it's it's kind of part of cinema history that is like this and Tron and a couple other movies from that time period are just so pivotal pivotal for what would come next as far as the the computer graphics revolution. Yeah. What is the next big like space battle like Star Warsy type movie that came out after Last Starfighter? Something like that. I mean, that like was, Aliens, right? No, yeah, I would say something. You know, besides like Star Trek movies or anything yeah. like that, which I'm assuming you're not putting it. You're like, like talking like a fresh new world. Yeah, type. yeah, like a fresh take. I mean, I, I can only think of Aliens you know, franchise. I think Cameron's Aliens came out in like what eighty six. Eighty six. I would say that's so different. That's not like ship to ship combat. That's not ship to ship combat, but there's there wasn't. A, I don't think there was a lot of that going on. 
I can't. Nothing's jumping out of me. Yeah, they kind of got away good. from that for a while. Wing Commander? No. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Starship Troopers? Um, that was not really ship to ship. Time uh, There's a little bit. This, I guess, is something you don't really see that much. No, I, or it I, just I, went dead. Yeah. I, I think space but, stuff kind of went away. Was it was like it was Star Trek party? Was Star like Star Wars did magic killed yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't I don't remember when Battle Beyond the Stars came out, but that wasn't quite. Yeah, I mean it tried to be Star um, Wars, but I that think was that's like eighty. That's pretty early eighties, I think. Eighty three. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, I mean it started. You know, Battlestar Galactica came out after Star Wars. Ice Pirates, obviously. This uh, you keep putting Ice Pirates in categories. <laughs> <laughs> she really does. He really does. I mean, Talk about a guy pushing an agenda. Yeah. <laughs> what is did we do that show on our podcast? Oh, we sure did. Sure we did? did? Oh, check it out. Our back catalog, coeshipod.com. Yeah. What episode number is it? Ooh, 53. <laughs> 53. Okay, okay. Good Season enough. 2, episode 1. <laughs> All right, does anyone have any final thoughts about the movie? Because we're going to wrap up and get you guys out of here. Uh... I think we covered pretty. I mean, well, I'm looking, Ryan, I'm delighted how much you like the movie. I was I was very nervous that you were going to come in here and and blast me to a million pieces. I was actually nervous that Reagan was going to come in here and blast me to a million pieces. He was gonna get, he was going to get his revenge on me for for Tron. <laughs> I'm honest on every podcast. <laughs> I know, that's why I, that's why I respect you so much. That's yeah. that's why you guys are always invited back. Yeah. Honesty, integrity. That's what our shows are all about. I mean, I was probably more surprised by both Rob and Ryan today than I was that when Mark said that he liked the Suicide Squad, and that bored <laughs> me. You were, yeah, you were, yeah. That was you almost stopped talking I mean, for a minute. Like you were, you were almost like, quiet. Listening to that podcast, I could hear you both holding your breath until you asked them the question because you were not expecting them to like. Well, yes, because we've talked to Mark before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm I am so thankful that you guys uh, all watched this movie. I and and you know, Rob, I understand your concerns with the effects, but I'm glad you liked it overall. I suppose and and the bones yeah, of the movie, okay. the bones. You said the bones. That was your word, right? Good bones. Good, good bones. bones. Good, good bones. But I appreciate you all watching the movie, hanging out with me tonight. It was it's it's always fun for me to talk about Starfighter with anybody. So uh, doing it with uh, with uh, three of my best friends is is even better. So thank you guys so, so much. Please plug your podcast for the good people listening at home who maybe don't know about it already. Hey, Rob, where can the good people find us? <laughs> oh, of course. I knew you that. were going to pass the buck. <laughs> right. I knew you were going to pass the buck. I was looking right at him. <laughs> they can find us at coisgpod.com. And, of course, they can download our show on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. Anywhere podcasts are found, really. Perfect. I'm a professional. I, <laughs> Got a big back catalog. We mentioned so many movies yeah. today on this podcast that we've covered. Got a whole season. Well, so, hopefully, you, you guys grab, grab, grab a few more downloads from it. So, uh, fingers right. crossed. You'll, you guys, hopefully, you'll, you'll get past that equilibrium number. <laughs> somebody, uh, people, please download, download something other than equilibrium. Please. <laughs> equilibrium, I mean, really good episode. Episode 18. You're going to enjoy it. It was part can... of our Christian Bale myth extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hope you're getting ready for Christian Bale miss number two. I mean, yeah. Halloween's coming up. You can go back and see what we did for Hortoberfest because Hortoberfest two, <laughs> the Hortobering yeah, is coming that, up. That shouldn't yeah. be a word you use <laughs> ever. <laughs> Which one? I said several <laughs> words that shouldn't be words. I don't want to repeat it. 
uh, it, it's it, popular. It's poor grammar. <laughs> it's a new season. <laughs> Go check them out, people. They are a good show. They're fun. And uh, they make me laugh. So that's always good. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for hanging out. I truly appreciate it. And we'll uh, we'll talk again very, very soon. Boosh! <laughs> there it is. What is it, then? It's a second chance, my boy. If you change your mind, just tap the communal crystals. Keep it. Ah, Alex, Alex! You're walking away from history. History! Did Chris Columbus say he wanted to stay home? No. What if the Wright brothers thought that only birds should fly? And did Galoka think the Yulus were too ugly to save? Who's Galoka? Never mind. Listen, Centauri, I'm not any of those guys. I'm a kid from a trailer park. If that's what you think, then that's all you'll ever be. So there it is. That's the conversation. And we close the episode out with, uh, with a line that I wish we had talked a little bit more about in our, in our, in our chat about the flick. Uh, Centauri talking to Alex, reminding him that the only person standing in his way of greatness is himself. And I think that's a really important message for the movie. Uh, something that, that sometimes we have to remind ourselves about all the time. That like uh, the biggest obstacle we have in our way sometimes is our own self-doubts. And, and so another reason why I love this movie so, so much, why it's so near and dear to my heart, is just a positive, uplifting movie where a boy happens to go to space to fight the Kodan Armada. It doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> I hope everyone's had a good time enjoyed this conversation I had a blast talking about this movie with my friends from the Coisg podcast please check them out at the end of the episode sit tight because we're going to have a little promo from the guys and uh, yeah to save you all the vital information for their podcast that you need uh, before we get out of here because we are running a bit long I do want to make sure that we thank the official members of Pophead Nation once again because without them this show doesn't go on it doesn't get better and better every single week so they are vital, vital, vital members of the of the show. Thank you so much to our current Patreons, the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail, co-hosting the Ringer. Check it out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company, right here in San Diego, California, and coming soon to Baltimore, Maryland, and of course, the Beer Hop Brigadier. Oh boy, the Beer Hop Brigadier General Jesus Beer Hops. Thank you so much for being Patreons and making this show better and better every week. You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast and get access to the bonus content. Please remember to follow us on social media at TomCastPopCast on Twitter and Instagram. Please email the show, TomCastPopCast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. You can give that a like if you'd like. Like if you like. Not my favorite sentence I've ever come up with, but we'll roll with it. Mike's hot. I'm not turning it off right now because we do have to go. I hope you had a blast with this conversation. Again, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. That title doesn't doesn't have Star Wars in it. So please go check it out and see what you think. And hit me up and let me know if you agree, disagree. Uh, support one of the guy's arguments more than mine. It's all good. If you're checking out Starfighter and uh, having a good time and we get to talk about it, that's even better. I love that so much for all of us. It just makes the world a better place. We have a quick message from the boys of the Koji Podcast to let you know about their new season, so let's turn it over to them real quick. New season. New segments. Same sibling. There you have it. Go head over to KOSG. Check out the guys on their new season as they continue to explore all the movies from our past and determine if they are still good or not. It's a good time over there. All right, we're wrapping up. So many shows coming up for you all in September. 
this month is just, we're just blazing through this month, and we're heading into, uh, we got, what do we have coming up? We have Hans Hibberfest coming up. The third annual Hans Hibberfest podcast will be here, and uh, we're changing up the formula a little bit this year. Still going to be a good time. Don't worry about that. We have it on lockdown. And then we're going to be, of course, we'll be rolling into Halloween and our usual uh, uh, seasonal goodies for Halloween. Uh, again, we're, we're changing the formula a little bit. Not just going to be strictly focusing on, you know, great horror movies or great scare movies uh, for the season. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do things a little bit differently this time around. And I think you're going to have a lot of fun with that as well. So please stay tuned. we got a lot coming up as we roll. We're to, we're to that time of year where everything just flies. We're in September and before you know it, it's going to be the holidays, and then we roll into and New Year's. It's just it just goes so quick this time of year, and uh, I'm excited. You all know how much I love the holidays and and all that stuff. So we're gonna have a good time here on the Tomcast Podcast, and I hope you stick around and have a good time with us. Let us entertain you from here until the end of the year. It's gonna be so much fun. You're gonna love it. All right, we'll talk soon. Ciao, babes. The Armada will break through the frontier here and reach Rylos in twenty clicks. Squadrons of deck fighters will precede the mothership. Squadrons? How many squadrons? It isn't the number of squadrons that concerns me. It's this communication turret that sends out the commands to the deck fighters, which enables them to act as one during the fight. Wait a second. We knock out the turret to get the fighters. But to get the turret, we gotta get through the fighters. We're dead. I'll have it all figured out by the time we reach the frontier. What's that? The frontier. Great story. Compelling and rich. So the Tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's see, one hit. That's all we got, one goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions!